Welcome to the New Abbey Podcast. We are still in our Reclaim series. Today we will be talking about wineskins, but before we get started, the question for you all is, what in your life has changed the most in the past year? Loves change. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Some change lovers. Uh, so we are going to be talking about that a little bit. We are still in our reclaim series. We are still in the book of Luke. And this morning we're going to be in Luke chapter five, starting at verse thirty-three. It goes like this. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray. And so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and in those days will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new one will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for they say the old is better. So, we have been talking a lot about uh, reclaiming at New Abbey. We talk a lot about the story of God always getting bigger and evolving and growing. And I kind of joked with Corey when um, I got this passage because I was like, so just read it. Then it's like basically the New Abbey treatise, like, okay, yeah, we're doing something new and the whole thing gets bigger. Um, and that's sort of the, the point of the story. And so it's one of my favorite passages because it starts out with them asking like, hey, these disciples fast and these disciples fast and your disciples like just eat and drink. And then Jesus kind of starts to talk about this, this idea of time, right? And these, this, this kind of goes back to like the covenant law sort of thing. And he's saying, listen, there's a time for this, there's a time for that. It's not about a set of rules and regulations, right? It's bigger than that. He's already expanding the story for them of, hey, when we're with me, when they're in the moment they're living, we're not fasting, there will come a time for that. It's bigger than that. Let me give you a parable, a couple of parables, right? And so then he goes on to talk about new garments, old garments, new wine, old wine, and how you can't always match the two, right? You pour new wine into old wineskins, it doesn't have uh, the, the capacity, it will burst, the wine spills out, right? This is one of those places where if you take the Bible literally, it's still a bummer. Wine spills everywhere and you can't drink it. Um, or your clothes don't match, right? Um, so I'm reading this passage and it's beautiful and I just am thinking about our community, I'm thinking about New Abbey and I'm thinking about the ways in which 
uh, my experience of God has grown and evolved. Me as a person, I have grown and evolved and changed and that this rings true, right? You have Jesus talking about a kingdom, an idea that's completely new, right? There's, there's a difference between like um, sort of tweaking something and innovating something for the first time, like a Lexus versus a Toyota. That's just like an upgrade. But the Model T was the invention of something that was new altogether. Right? And Jesus is talking about a kingdom that is new altogether. There's a whole thing, and this different idea, this different mindset, it's not going to fit in the ways in which you're trying to do church, to experience me, to, to worship, to do community, the ways you're trying to exclude people and group people together. That's not going to work anymore. There's a new thing. Don't even try to put it in the same container, right? And that's what we talk about here all the time and we will keep talking about because we have had a church since this time that has been trying to put this in the same box and it's not fitting, right? And so when we talk about, when I was thinking about this and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna go off on like <laughs> deconstructing the church and I'm just gonna spend like 20 minutes on like something, doing something new and, and how much I love that and then I had this moment where I, I, it hit me and I was thinking about my own life and taking into context this community and all of the coffees and beers that I've gotten with people recently and the conversations I've had and realize that there is a tension that, uh, that I find that I walk a lot of something being an idea and really um, exciting and magical. Again, I'm an Enneagram 7, so everything is like an opportunity for something great to happen. Um, but then the reality that um, this also, ideas and change affect us in a real way. So there's this, this new kingdom, there's this new idea, there's this um, community that I get to be a part of and get to be a pastor at that's trying to do things new. There's this evolution of the way I have come to see God, I have come to see myself, I have come to see love and people and community. And all that is so beautiful and optimistic and I love the idea of it and I will love it forever. But that has come at a real cost. So when I think about the passage, um, and I think about it in terms of my own life, right? Uh, my own life has experienced a lot of change in the past year, two years, three years, um, four years, just, I guess my life. Um, <laughs> I think that's how it works, but, um, I had this idea, right? I was very comfortable in this old wineskin, if you will. I was a pastor at a church that made a lot of sense for the way I grew up. Um, I had a very comfortable idea of who God was. It could fit very nicely. Um, I could explain it very well. I understood my role in the world. I understood where I was going in the future. Um, a lot of things were really nice. This was a, a, an old, familiar wineskin that I loved. Um, and then I started to grow out of that, right? Uh, my sexuality, my understanding of God, my relationship uh, with Sammy, all of that sort of burst, that, that bubble that I was living in, very literally. And it's beautiful, and I'm so grateful that that happened. But in that old wineskin were some relationships, right? There were people at that church that meant a lot to me. Um, there were people at that church that invested a lot in me. There were um, relationships that, I, that, that helped me get to where... I am. People um, sacrificed for me, taught me, spent time with me. And when that thing burst and that wine spilled out, some of those relationships were the casualty of that. And that's really painful. 
Um, and I think I'm a person who can tend to just be like, good thing, good thing, new thing, big thing. Um, and we should, this thing is evolving and growing, but I don't want to miss, especially as we are in this Lenten season, the fact that when something grows and expands and something bursts or something rips or something doesn't match, it's kind of painful. Um, I was just having uh, drinks a couple weeks ago with one of my dear friends who um, we were pastors together at the church. And um, since that, <laughs> I, I imagine as I'm reading this, um, this passage, and I'm thinking about it not in these ideological terms, but in these literal terms, right? I imagine my life and view of God and, and evolution as a person growing and expanding this wineskin that I was in or this garment. And, and it's like my relationship with her is me trying to like just frantically grab at wine spilling on the floor um, because I don't want to lose it. But, I, but it, it, there's, there's no place for it to, to hold, right? And sitting in that tension of like, you know, how do we make this work? How do I grieve uh, what was given to me in this place? How do I grieve, uh, like Corey said earlier, we know what the church has done and historically done, and everyone in here has some kind of, like we joke that this is mega church recovery group, but, um, you know, we have these ideas and they don't fit our life and that is okay, and we are finding new ideas that do fit our life, and in the process, sometimes, um, it affects our families, it affects our friendships, it affects our jobs, the way we see the world, and that can be hard um, and that can be painful. And I feel like this, this parable is so nuanced and I have hung on to it for so many years of like, ah, new wineskins, there's always new wineskins and I want new wine. Um, but the old ones break and that's, that's hard. And so as I think back to, again, conversations that I've had with all of you, conversations I've had with myself and questions I've been asking God, um, there's a lot of transition happening in this room, right? There are a lot of shifts happening, like even like Zabrino was talking about, there's a lot of family shifts happening in this room, right? There are a lot of people who grew up believing something and don't believe that anymore in this room, and that affects those relationships. And so how do we begin to understand um, and, and rejoice and embrace this growing view of God, this growing and evolving view of ourself, right? How do we um, deconstruct what has been handed to us that we don't want, while at the same time grieving that when something breaks and spills, that's sad, right? Especially if it's wine. Um, and so, <laughs> and so I, I, was, I was so hyped to just um, talk about the church and father, like fog machines and lasers and like the new wineskin and the whole thing. Um, but really, I was like, I think as a community, it would be helpful for us to acknowledge that, yeah, we can, you know, we can sit and talk about Forest Home and how weird it was and all the things, but there were some people there that really impacted us, you know? And what do we do with that? You know, we can talk about the, the lasers and the fog machines, but there were some moments where I really felt like God was there, and what do I do with that? Right? When that thing bursts and breaks, how do we preserve or how do we do our best to, to acknowledge that, um, to take what we can from that and to create something um, that we can be wholly ourselves in, um, but acknowledging what that means for, for what we leave behind. And I think it's a, it's a tension of, of I, I started reading this passage of understanding the, the wineskin as the church, um, and I feel like I ended up understanding myself as the wineskin, 
right? Um, as the relationships, as uh, the way I view myself, my literal body, right? How can I be comfortable in this? How can I exist in this given what's changing and growing in me? Um, how does this uh, affect how I interact with my friends, the friendships that I have that felt like they were a part of the old wineskin, but I so deeply wanted because I care about you and you gave something to me, right? It's, it's this, it's, in the Lenten season, it's this good example of this kind of painful truth, right? Um, this is a beautiful parable, but it, it has sort of notes of garments ripping and, and wineskins bursting and things spilling. And if I think about that, not as the church, which you, you can and we should and we do, and we talk about that a lot and we will continue talking about that. But if I think about that as myself, oh, that changes everything, right? Because now it's not ideological. Now I don't just get to talk about Franklin Graham and why I think he's gone off the rails and it doesn't mean anything to me, right? Now it's personal. It's like, what does this mean for me and my friend Katie? We're trying so hard to preserve something that was created in a bubble that has burst, right? What does this mean for the way I interact with my family after I come out? What does this mean for what I thought I was gonna do with my life but now I don't believe that anymore? What does this mean for my marriage now that I feel differently about gender roles? What does this mean for, right? There's, it, it's different. It's more nuanced, it's more gritty. It's, it's, it's not just rearranging theological furniture like Corey always says, it's our actual lives and how we are engaging and walking through the world. Um, and that's a more interesting conversation for me at this point in my life. As things keep changing, I want the nuanced conversation. I want the, the CrossFit and SoulCycle experience like Corey talks about. I don't, I don't just want to theorize and talk about ideals and how I think they should be. I want to know, okay, well, when something does burst, what happens? Or how, how do I, if I'm a new wineskin, what happens to everyone I knew back then, right? Um, does that mean nothing is important? If I, if I thought my body worked one way and it works a different way, how do I do that without having asthma attacks all the time, right? How do I, how do, I do this? How do I find that? Um, and so as we are in this season, we have been creating space in our mornings to practice something, to, to put into real um, time scenarios the idea of, of connecting with these ideas in a real way. And so uh, this morning, we will continue to do that. And uh, my good friend Justin is going to lead us through a time. Um, and we talk, we're going to talk about connecting with ourselves in our bodies. And I think um, my hope for us all as we go into this moment is that we would be able to see ourselves as that thing that is expanding and needing um, a new place and what that means. And be able to hold the tension of the grief of what might be lost if you outgrow uh, something that's been comfortable to you, uh, while also holding um, the joy and the hope of what could be um, and what you could grow into. Does that make sense? And as we close, the question I have for you all is where in your life are your wineskins breaking?
Thanks for listening to the New Abbey podcast. For more information, visit us on the web at www.newabbey.org.